set this down just for a second. And uh, not yet. All right. Well, Jesus said, come and learn of me. That's my whole purpose in here tonight is for us to really come and learn of our Savior. Yeah? I don't want to be in the line that we have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Amen? So I want to come today, and I want to help us with an issue that seems to be plaguing the body of Christ. We are a teaching ministry, and you should be growing in Christ. Growing in Christ means that you are maturing. Yeah? Oh, this is going to be good, though. But I have to lay down some foundation because some people are not, you know, um, they don't have understanding of what we are doing. When we see the word like Pesach that you see right here, like, wait a minute, Pastor, what? I see you got 2019. Well, he done changed it on me real quick. Okay. <laughs> and, and then we got 5779. What is that? Mm. Now, we know what 2019 is, right? A.D. And no dominee, not after death. Okay? So, I want to educate you so you'll know what we're doing. Can I do that? Yes, I'm going to need your cooperation, though. Yes. It's, a, it's a party. <laughs> it's not a... He did rise, okay? Thank God he rose. All right. Man. Okay. So I want to lay down a little foundation when it comes to, you know, we have Easter. How many of y'all know about that? Come on, y'all know. Yeah, yeah. All right. We have Resurrection Sunday. Right? Come on. Okay. <laughs> you know, you got a sunrise service coming up, right? I got to get you in the mindset first. If I can get you the mindset, you can receive what I'm trying to teach you. Okay? All right. So, Bible said, laughter is like a medicine. I like to have a good time. All right. So, I'm just trying to lay down some foundation for us. Normally, we have a video that we show. They were saying, I passed all right. Now, this year, now, can you just teach? I was like, okay. All right. I can do it. But I had to wait for the right people to come. So the right people are here. Yeah? Okay. All right. All right. They didn't tell, they they tell you they passed it was real short, though, did they? They didn't tell you that. I bet you they didn't tell you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I'm so shy. Okay, here we go. Um, when it comes to things of our faith, um, sometimes we can put up a barrier. And I want to make sure that we're clear today there's no barriers up. You know, people come and they see the menorah and they see maybe the Star of David, you know, and, and what it, what's going on over there? Like, Y'all black Hebrew Israelites? It can't be. You got Eric over here. We got Hal. There's no way. Yeah, just, it's no way, okay? 
So, but I want to help us with some of the things that we don't know. Okay? So, it'll help us understand our Lord. Okay? Um, how many of y'all are citizens of the United States? Raise your hand with show of hands. Some of y'all not citizens of the United States? All right, make sure. See? <laughs> and they're going to tell you, I'm a pastor. I like interaction. Okay? I like interaction. So that's just really good. As long as you're not out of order, we're okay. All right? So it's good. So when you come to America and you're a citizen of America, you take on its customs. First thing they do when they colonize a nation or a state or whatever, they change their language. That's the first thing they do is change your language. So a lot of people come to America, they want you to speak what? Spanish. They want you to speak English. Right? You take on the customs. You take on their knowledge of their culture, correct? But any nation, Spirit of God is a nation. Okay, so, all right, you know, you're in the world, but you're no longer of this world. Okay, all right, so I want to make sure we understand some things before we get started here. So, I know I said Resurrection Sunday, I know some of us do Easter, I'm just, I'm just saying, whenever uh, you learn something or you go someplace, I always say this, when you start to do something, find the origin of what you do don't just willy-nilly just go following find out the origin if it's Pesach I need to know the origin of Pesach Passover that's what Pesach means Passover if it's the if it's Easter and then I need to do my research and find out what's the origin of Easter what's the origin of that word correct all right and if it's you know uh uh what is that? A sunrise service. I need to know what is sunrise service before I do it. Right? So what I'm trying to give you is some education before you take of that you understand what you're doing. Right? Okay. That's a good teacher. All right. Teacher cares about the students. All right. There's only one gospel. There's only one gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ. But Paul said, you come preaching another, another Jesus. You mean sound like Jesus, but it's another Jesus. Okay, I'm laying down some foundation. All right. So, 2019, 5779. 2019 is on the Gregorian calendar. You know what we do, right? You know, Monday, Tuesday, March, April, May, June, right? Then you have the three calendars. I was telling the minister, the three calendars. You have the Gregorian calendar, which we're all under. And you have the Hebrew, the Jewish calendar. But then you have a third calendar. It's called the biblical calendar. You got to know what's man-made. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm driving this thing slow, but I'm going to speed it up. Okay. <laughs> So I want us to have understanding of what we're doing right here. Pesach 
is Passover. So I need to know the origin of Passover. If it's in the Bible, I need to do it. We're followers of Jesus, right? <laughs> All right. But you got to be careful because the Pharisees is in the Bible too. You got to be careful. You got to have the spirit. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody, they see this. They, y'all Jewish. Y'all, look at the menorah over here. It's the Hanukkah. Not the Hanukkah. It's the Hanukkah. Not the menorah. It's the Hanukkah. It has nine stems. Okay. It's a difference. All right. One was in the temple. One is tradition. So I want to come in and make us understand what tradition is. All right. You don't put tradition over truth. You don't put tradition over truth. Okay? That's what we normally do. We normally put tradition over truth, which hurts the individual when you meet your maker. Who do they say that I am? Who do you say I am? You've got to have this revelation of who. Who? You have to have this personal. Okay. Not with what they said. All right. All right, so here we go. This gonna, y'all going, I guarantee you're going to be blessed today. All right. All right. You're supposed to lounge, so you, got, you can't be rushing me. I'm going to do this thing. All right, here we go. All right. So God has certain times. He said he placed the sun, the moon, the stars in there for what? For us to be doing astrology. He said that I placed those in there for times and seasons. What's the day? Look at it. What's the day of the week? Friday. I do know. I'm making a point. I do know. It's the 19th. So, in the beginning, God created the earth, the heaven and earth, on day one. Then he followed with day two. Then he followed with day three. Then he followed with day four. Then he followed with day five. Then he followed with day six when you came. Then he did what? Oh, he rested on Tuesday. He rested on Wednesday. Now he created day one, day two, day three. That's the names. In the first month on the 14th. That's how he said in the Bible. They don't just come in and say it was on Tuesday. You got to understand the origins of your days of the week. I'm talking about the calendar. I'm talking about, see, when we do this, we're going to miss Christ. Who didn't get that? Okay. And all the days are after God's. Just like all the plans are after God's. Mars, Mercury. I mean, okay. So, okay. All right. Now, God placed them there for us to tell time, not to worship. Okay, I'm getting somewhere. Listen to this. So he created these feasts. Feast means to eat, right? (laughs) Feast doesn't mean eat. These are the feasts of the Lord. That doesn't mean we eat. Feast is this word called moadines. These are the 
appointed times of God. That's what feast means. It means the appointed times. Okay? All right. And this is, we're in, we're in a moed right now. The day. All right? It's appointed times of the Lord. No, we read it as the appointed times of the Jews. No, it's the appointed times of the Lord. I'm going to show you in your word. Don't worry, it's coming up in a minute. All right. Can we move on now? All right. Okay. They're not the Jews. I told you that they're not their times. Okay. And only God can call these feasts. Not man. Because he didn't place the moon. The sun, the star. He didn't place them there. God did. So he's the only one that can call these times. Okay? So he called this one Pesach, which is Passover. Not Resurrection Sunday. Not Easter. Not sunrise service. He called it Pesach. Okay? All right. This right here is called the Seder meal. Seder means order. Okay? Just like when you get the word, these are his ordained times. That's where you get order from. Ordain is order. God is a God of perfect order. There's seven feasts. Perfection. He's, he's right there. I'm going to help us today. Okay? All right. Passover. You want to find it? Let's, let's make sure we got it right. Go to Leviticus. All right. Y'all got to let me do what I, what I do. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's my wife. That's me. The Bible says when you get married, you become one flesh. That word in Hebrew is echad, one. Jesus said, if you've seen me, and my father, he didn't say one in English. He said, you've seen me and Yehovah, we are a God. Okay? All right. And I'm going to show you why we're doing the Hebrew. I'm going to help you with that, too. So go to Leviticus, the Old Testament. Leviticus 23. Minister, you there? This is Leviticus chapter 23 at verse 5. On the 14th day of the first month at twilight is the Lord's Passover. It says the Jews Passover. No, it says the Jews Passover, don't it? Go King James, because some people might be like, that's, that's amplified. Let me see what the King James says. Go King James. All right. In the King James. In the 14th day of the first month. No, Wednesday. Okay, go ahead. At even is the Lord's Passover. Okay, this is the Lord's Passover. This is not the Jewish Passover. It's the Lord's Passover. Okay, all right. And that, did I clear that up? Okay, we can keep moving. So Passover is one day. He died on one day. Last year we had him, you know, buried before he died. 
Because he's on the wrong calendar. Okay? All right. But see, we don't think God has his own time, you know, time book for however he wants. His own time. And he didn't make it hard for us to follow. He did not. Okay, he sure did. He wrote it right there. All right. So, Sunday, when everybody's saying it's Easter or resurrection, you are actually in the Feast of Unleavened Bread. That's where you'll be on Sunday. Okay, that's Old Testament. That's passed away. Mm -mm. Okay. Important to know these things. Okay? Then we're going to drive it on home here. Here we go. So, you have Unleavened Bread, which is the next day, Nisan 15. That, that's the month. Uh, okay. April. All right. Just want to make sure y'all get it. All right? Okay. Here we go. All right. Then you have, after unleavened bread, you have first fruits. See, most of you be like, what is he talking about? I'm going to help us to find out what we're talking about. That's all of Levit Leviticus. All you got to go is read Leviticus 23. Everything's right there. I'm going to condense some time. Then those are the spring feasts. And these three spring feasts have already been fulfilled. Uh-oh, not done away with. Fulfilled. I want to help us with the word fulfilled. That's old time. It's done away with. We don't do that no more. This is what it is. So you got a book. You write, and it's got 50 chapters. And you're on 49. When you finish that, it's done. It's not done away with. Now it's complete. Now you got the whole picture. You don't throw away after I write the, the 50th chapter. I throw away. No, it's complete. It's fulfilled now. Now you can read it over and over and over and over again. Hello? Oh, that's done away with. We don't do that's old. No, he's, those three feasts are important. So then when we go to the, the that's, that would be, then you have Pentecost, which is in the summer. All these, the ones I gave you, Passover, uh, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits, these were accomplished in 32 AD. Okay. And so you need to know these things because something's happening here. Not done away with. Okay. Here we go. Then you have the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. That's in Leviticus 23, 25. It's all right there. Then you have Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. Okay. Then you have tabernacles. Ooh, that's the one. See, we, we don't know. That's in the book of Revelation. But it's done away with. I thought it was done away with. I thought it was done away with, so we don't have to do that. We don't have to keep the feast no more. See, there's one thing to understand and keep them religiously. That's what the Pharisee does. But it's one thing to under, know, understand that the feast is still part of my sanctification. You are being sanctified. Set apart. That's what these are my feasts. They are set apart, set aside for you. Oh, man. Uh, if you were already there, you wouldn't need a new body at the end. He needed a new body. He's the example, right? Okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm going to help us out with some more things. Can I do that? Yeah. All right. And you know, the, the fall, the, I would say the um, fall feasts are all the prophetic ones. These are the ones have yet not, haven't been fulfilled. 
important for the church to know. He said, you should be watching. You should not be caught off guard, unaware. Okay, and then another thing. I need us to understand something. The word of God that y'all go to church and you love everything, it's not from Alabama. It didn't originate in Virginia Beach. It originated in the what? The east. Your, okay, let me get on our thing here. Your faith is, who is he? Jesus was what? He was Jewish. Oh, so your faith is Jewish. So why we don't know anything about Jewish? I didn't say Judaism. It's a difference. It's a difference. And see, I know the difference between rabbinic Judaism, Orthodox Judaism, Messianic Judaism, when I come to teach you. So these are things that we need to understand and know. If not, you're going to be just like the Pharisees. Jesus right there in front of me and you don't see him. Man. I wish this Seder was two days long. <laughs> but it's not. Oh, good gracious. So you see what I'm doing? I'm trying to uproot. The word of God said there's a time to pluck up. And then there's a time to plant. Well, you can't plant until you pluck up first. That's what a lot of us do. We planting, but there ain't no plucking up. All right. I'm trying to get the word to engraft become you. And the only, only thing that does that is truth. Amen. Amen. Okay, I got it. I, I know when somebody with me. All right. Here we go. I'm going to help us again. Just some things to help us understand. Uh, Leviticus uh, 23, 2 through 4, minister. Help us understand something before we go any further. You ready? 2 through 4. Leviticus chapter 23. You on King James only? That's fine. King James. Hold on a second. Yeah, you did. All right. In the King James Version. Okay. It so reads, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord. There we go again. Which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Even these are my, my feasts. feasts. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest and holy convocation. Ye shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the feasts of the Lord. Again. Even holy convocations, which ye shall proclaim in their seasons. All right. Amen. So I'm going to help you with that. Okay. You see the word proclaim. Holy convocation. Proclaim in the Hebrew is kara. And it means to mark, to make recognizable. Not do away with. Not hide. Okay. Holy convocation. We're going to put it together. 
it has been translated as, come on, y'all heard it. Holy convocation is what? The assembly. Come on. Yeah, you have. Wrong translation. Wrong translation. Holy convocation is not the assembly. Holy convocation means, listen, dress rehearsal. It means dress rehearsal. We have a holy convocation. We have a dress rehearsal. That's not what the church do. See, this is why it's important to understand, you know, words and how they represent. You know, they can just mislead you with the word like this. Had God said. Now, I can I don't put whole humanity on another path than what God said with those few words. Had God said. Isn't that right? And we are all victims of that. Okay, we were born form in iniquity. Here we go again. All right. It means dress rehearsal. So all of the feasts of the Lord, not the Pharisees, not the Jews, they are all dress rehearsals for his second coming. I guess the church don't live like he's coming again. He's coming. We're not living like, okay, we're we putting, you know, the reception before the wedding. God has an order to what he does. Amen? Amen. <laughs> These are dress rehearsals for a wedding. You're the bride. Okay. He's the husband man. Okay, here we go. All right. Go to Mark. And that's the thing. Don't let people just teach and don't go to the word. Because they can be giving you their All right. I want to know what he said. Amen. Go to Mark 5, 7, 22. I love the Holy Spirit. Yeah, put both of them up there, King James and the Amplified. You ready? 17 through 20. Mark chapter 5 at verse 17. In the King James Version, and they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed, and began to publish in Decapolis, how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Hmm. I might have wrote something down. But it's still good though, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> Go to Matthew. That still was good. It's all good. I think I got it right here. Five, seven. Matthew 5, 17. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 17. Look at the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Ah, until all the feasts be fulfilled. 
you can't tamper with his word. You can't tell that they're no longer. The, imagine how blasphemous that sound that these are no longer your feasts. When we don't acknowledge that's what we're saying. You haven't studied on your own to find out to see if it approves it is right. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Verse 20 it simply says you cannot put tradition or man above God's righteousness. I mean, you can't love somebody. Righteousness. Hello. You have to be careful not to speak your own righteousness. This is what the, Phar the Pharisees were doing. This is what they were teaching the congregation. Okay. Instead of Jesus righteousness. Okay. Here's another one. Abraham, it was accredited to him because he believed for righteousness. Correct? It, it didn't say he was righteous. It said it was accredited to him because he believed. It didn't say he was righteous. Mm -hmm. Oh, see that? Look at the veil being pulled back now to some of our theology. Okay, all right. It was a credit to him. I'm building a foundation. In the Hebrew, it says jot or tittle. So if you had, you know, uh, Mesoretic text or anything like that, you, every sentence will have the olive top in it. Every sentence, every line will have the A, olive top, the alpha and omega would be in every sentence. Excellent. Okay. All right, all right. I'm going to push some of y'all to grow tonight. All right, here we go. Take another thought. Here is lies the issue why we have not embraced our Hebraic roots. Can I tell you? We haven't. That's true. All right. And, and you know, you hear this thing. How many of y'all heard the, he, the Hebrew roots movement? How many raised it? How many of y'all heard the Hebrew roots movement? The keepers of the law, of the Torah. Tor simply means this. It don't mean law. It means teaching and instruction. That's what Torah means. First five books of the Bible is teaching and instruction. How to live. Okay. All right. Herein lies our issue. Romans 11. Pay close attention. We're going to eat. I promise you. I need to feed you spiritually first. Okay. That's what sustains you. You say you can't live out of, of a bread alone. But out of what? Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So right now, God is talking. Amen. I didn't say me. I said God. All right. You ready? Romans eleven sixteen. 16. This is going to be critical to you understanding What's in front of you, those plates? This is going to be critical for you. It's going to be critical for the rest of your walk. Amen? Amen. He said, with all thy getting, get an understanding. And this is what I'm trying to get you to do now, is to have some understanding. Amen? Amen. All right. Ready? Mm -hmm. Hold on. Romans chapter 11 at verse 16. For if the first fruit be holy... The lump is also holy. Amplified. Amplified. In the Amplified yeah, it's Bible. Gonna help. It's going to explain a little bit better for him. 
Now, if the first handful of dough offered as the first fruits, Abraham and the patriarchs, is consecrated, holy, so is the whole mass, the nation of Israel. And if the root, Abraham, is consecrated, holy, so are the branches. The branches are you. Okay. Come on. Verse 17. Keep it going faster. But if some of the branches were broken off, while you, a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among them. That's you. To share the richness of the root and sap of the olive tree. The olive tree is the Jews. Okay. Come on. Do not boast over the branches and pride yourself at their expense. Mm. If you do boast and feel superior, remember it is not you that support the root, but the root that supports you. you. Hold on. That's called replacement theology. That Christ or God has done away with the Jews. He, he's, done, he's got the church now. We're the church. We're the bride now. No, it just you keep listening. You're going to have some understanding what's going on. I'm trying to bring you into your citizenship, your true citizenship, okay? Come on, let's read. Verse 19. Yep. Mm -hmm. You will say then, branches were broken, pruned off, so that I might be grafted in. Us. That is true. But they were broken, pruned off, because of their unbelief, their lack of real faith. Mm. And you are established through faith, because you do believe. So do not become proud and conceited, but rather stand in awe and be reverently afraid. Woo! For if God did not spare the natural branches mm. because of unbelief, neither will he spare you if you are guilty of the same offense. Mm, mm, mm. Come Verse on. 22. Then note and appreciate the gracious kindness and the severity of God. Severity toward those who have fallen, but God's gracious kindness to, to you, provided you continue in his grace and abide in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off, pruned away. No, no. Once saved, always saved. Your name could be blotted out of the book of life. But I thought I was saved. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on. Verse 23. And even those others, the fallen branches, Jews, if they do not persist in clinging to their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God has the power to graft them in again. So, so wow. this is the Messianic Jews. This is what the disciples were. Okay. A Messianic Jew believes that Jesus is the Messiah, the Hamashiach, the anointed one. They believe that. The other Jews, the one at the wall with the stuff on the head and the stuff going down. No, they don't believe. Okay. Let's get this right. Come on. Verse 24. For if you have been cut from what is by nature a wild olive tree. And against nature, grafted into a cultivated olive tree. That's us. How much easier will it be to graft these natural branches back on the original parent stock? This is why he said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
So he has a remnant saved for him. That's the messianic. He said, I have 7,000 that have not bowed their knees to Baal. He always has a remnant. I'm going to show you something. Keep on going. Back on the original parent stock of their own olive tree. Lest you be self-opinionated, wise in your own conceits, Mm -mm. I do not want you to miss this hidden truth and mystery, brethren. A hardening insensibility has temporarily befallen a part of Israel. Stop. Y'all going to miss something. He said, I don't want you to miss something. That's called remez. That means something wants to be revealed that's hidden to you. Amen? Come on. Has temporarily befallen a part of Israel to last until the full number of the ingathering of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant, my agreement with them, when Mm -hmm. I shall take away their sins. From the point of view of the gospel, good news, they, the Jews at present, are enemies of God. Stop, stop. They're enemies of God. The ones I just told you at the wall. The ones with the leather bands on. At this time, how deep is God's love that he would blind them so you... And I could get in. And then we serve him any way we want. How, how much love does he have for them and us? Mm, mm, mm. Come on, finish this. The Jews at present are enemies of God, which is for your advantage and benefit. Did you hear that? Mm. Oh, this is the New Testament. This is not the old. Okay, go ahead. But from the point of view of God's choice, of election, of divine selection, they are still the beloved, dear to him, for the sake of their forefathers. Mm, mm, mm. Verse 29, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. He never withdraws them when once they are given. And he does not change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call. Mm. Mm. Just as you were once disobedient and rebellious toward God, but now have obtained his mercy Mm. through their disobedience, so they also now are being disobedient. Stop. You got in to eternal life because of their disobedience. You know how when we don't do what we're supposed to do with God, that's how you got in. Do their disobedience, do their turning away from God got you in? If, if, if you in. Okay, come on, finish this. So they also now are being disobedient mm. when you are receiving mercy, that they in turn may one day, through the mercy you are enjoying, also receive mercy that they may share the mercy which has been shown to you through you as messengers of the gospel to them. For God has consigned, pinned up all men to disobedience only that he may have mercy on them all alike. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. 
How unfathomable, inscrutable, unsearchable are his judgments, his decisions, and how untraceable, mysterious, undiscoverable are his ways, his methods, his paths. For who has known the mind of the Lord? And who has understood his thoughts? Or who has ever been his counselor? Or who has first given God anything that he might be paid back or that he could claim a recompense? For from him and through him and to him are all things. For all things originate with him and come from him. All things live through him and all things center in and tend to consummate and to end in him. You can stop right there. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? It should humble us about what's, what's happening here tonight. Don't look at your watch. Listen, stay in the spirit. There's nothing more important than what you're doing right now. Okay? God is revealing something of himself to you that he's trying to reveal to the whole body. But tonight, this is no coincidence that you are here. The Bible says God speaks in many ways, yet man does not perceive, understand. Do y'all hear what's going on here? This is why we have a right to the blessing of Abraham. The Holy Spirit. I know the church says we got the blessing of Abraham because for a house and a car. Then that shall pass away too. We're talking about the spirit. This is how you got to be fellow citizens. This is what's going to make more. It's going to make you have a greater understanding of what you're about to partake of. Because you're not outside now of the household of faith. A Gentile is one without covenant. You now have covenant with Abraham. You are now spiritual Israel. You are now spiritually a Hebrew. Hebrew simply means one that has what? Crossed over. From death to life. That's what it means. No, but we get cooked up on all these other things and, and the clothes and all that. That's not it. Oh, man. A am I helping anybody? Oh, I'm a citizen now of the kingdom. All right. I'm going to speed this up. <laughs> I like that. Woo! Okay. Oh, amen. I love that. What's your name, sir? Joseph. All right. Joseph. All right. I'm going to go with that. Amen. I like that. I, like I want to answer a question to believers, right? Should we celebrate? Should we celebrate? Passover. Mm. It's, it's a command from God. He didn't command Resurrection Sunday. He didn't command Easter. He didn't command Lent, Good Friday. He didn't command none of that. That's another teaching. I teach on all that. Okay. All right. We'll make sure we got this right. Ah. Oh. 
one reason. This is it right here. And I said, yes, we should celebrate. Jesus celebrate. If Jesus did it, I'm going to do it. No. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, y'all don't even want me to go there, do you? I didn't say Jesus. I didn't come against Jesus. I said Christmas. The whole world celebrate Christmas. You mean the whole world celebrate Christ for a day? No, no, no. It's Hanukkah. Oh, I just told you, y'all think it's Jewish holiday. It's not one of the prime ones. But Jesus was there. Go to John. You'll see Jesus was there at the Feast of Dedication. The word dedication is Hanukkah. But you think it's Jewish. Hanukkah. It means dedication. Hanukkah is that. So every time you see it in the in the Bible, it's so in there so many times. Dedication. It was Hanukkah. That's the real word. See that? See, if the princes of the world had known, they would have kept me a Jehovah Witness. They would have kept me in Islam. No, they would have kept me in New Age. I was in all this stuff. See, that's how I know the real. Y'all been playing. You don't know the real. See, I've been out there. I know the real. This is the real thing. Okay. Because if that was the real, I wouldn't have changed. The Bible said you become a new creation. All things have been made new. My goodness. Never for six before. Here we go. All right. So, if y'all really go home and you read 11, Romans 11, 16, you'll have your answer for everything. You should, should know that you're now a new citizen. Right? Now watch this. It's important to know the mysteries. Now, let me change that. It's impossible. It's impossible to know the mysteries and the beauty and the depths of our faith without knowing the roots of our belief. It's impossible. Y'all want me to say that one more time? No? Keep moving? Oh. It's impossible to know the mysteries of God and the beauty of his word and the depths of our faith without, not, without knowing, not knowing the roots of our, listen, belief. It's not born in America. It's in a Jew. Our whole faith is centered around Passover. Our whole faith. Our whole, not your gifts. Our whole faith, not your denomination. Our whole faith is centered around Passover. The Messiah is the Passover lamb. There's so many mysteries and depths of the Passover lamb. I don't have time tonight. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the place where the temple lambs and the Passover lambs were raised. Okay. Go to, okay. Now I ain't going to go there. I'm going to save some time. John 129 says, Behold, this is what John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away 
the sins of the world. John the Baptist was a descendant of Aaron. So you need to play, pay attention to uh, genealogy in the Bible. We'll miss some things. Watch this. John the Baptist, was a, his, his father or was a descendant of Aaron. It's important to know why. Because he was a priest. The priests were in charge of identifying the lambs. Behold, the lamb of God. That was the priest's job, was to identify the lambs. Oh, the God. Hold on, hold on. We don't understand this thing. Here, here. And the priests were in charge. And the priests were in charge of offering up the lambs. Why? John said, he was saying, what did he say? He, listen, even the act of his baptism was a symbol of Messiah's death and resurrection. John, as a priest, is actually reenacting that sacrifice of the lamb. He's foreshadowing. So baptism is what? A representation of your death. Okay, we won't miss something here. All the other priests were actually sacrificing a symbol of the lamb. John is symbolically sacrificing the actual lamb of God. Watch this. Watch this. Who ended up delivering? I told you what the priest's job is. His job is to identify the lamb. Okay. Oh, y'all going to get this thing right here. Here we go. We're going to eat too. Don't worry. I got you. I'm feeding you right now. Listen to this. Who ended up delivering him over to the Romans? It was the priest. There's a reason. Matter of fact, did you know that John, no, that uh, Zechariah, John, his father, and his mother were broke from the family or the lineage of Aaron? Both were from the priest. See, we read that in the Bible. We go right. Mm -mm, he was. It was special. That's very. That's not right. That's not. That's not. You know, common. But it was important because God put it in the Word. Because He knew this day would come. Okay. All right. Okay. You would hear this. Woo. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He said, "Study to show yourself approved." Rightly dividing the word of truth. A workman need not be ashamed. Woo. We got some Pharisees in here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. You know, that's the religious set. Religious set. Jesus was always correcting the Pharisees. The religious people. Paul was a Pharisee. All right. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. The priest, I said, that they offered him up. The priest did. Hmm. A reason for what the priest must offer, uh, they, 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 they made to offer up the sacrifice. It's all right there. Hold on. Here we go. I got it. I got it again. Okay, watch this. Everything that the priest did to him is what the priest had to do with the sacrifice, the lambs. Without ever realizing that they were 
preparing the sacrifice in a symbolic, ritualistic way to lead him to death. Okay, the priests were in charge of, of the lambs to take them to the temple to be sacrificed. Caiaphas and them, this is what they were doing, didn't know it. The Bible is so accurate. We miss these things. Luke one uh, thirteen. No, we're going to jump around. Don't go there. Stay right here. I'm just going to go here. The fact that it tells us, and I told you that both his parents were um, descendants from Aaron. This is important. How many priests, as I said, have something like that? That's very special. Um, and I said, you're going to miss something here. To study the word of God in the Hebrew, and I told you, you have to have a mindset, a he-break mindset, not a Western mindset. Because you don't understand the idioms and stuff that they use, our languages. So we just take it literally, and that's not what he's saying. Okay, listen to this. And I told you, that's called a rimez word. That's something, when you read the word, something in your spirit should jump up. Wait, wait a minute. There's something there. That's a rimez word. So something's going to be revealed. Something's hidden right now, but it wants to be revealed in the word. The word is alive. Okay, see that? Okay, here we go. Now check this out. Zachariah's son is being announced. In Luke 1, 11 through 13. Don't have time to go there right now. Zechariah's son is being announced in the holy place. The angel came to him. He's a, father, he's a priest. The angel came to him in the holy place and said, you're going to have a son. Okay. You're in the holy place. See that? See how? Somebody better announce. Okay. All right. See how the Holy Spirit did? Boom. All right. Mm -mm. Fight, Keisha. Fight, Keisha. Now listen to this. There's a reason for this. The first one to identify the Lamb of God as the priest always had, it always had been John. Let me see. John was, the, here you go. John was the greatest priest at that time. He was the greatest priest at that time up until Messiah, Yeshua, who identified the lamb. The New Testament focuses on the lamb. If you read it right, it's focused on the lamb. In the Old Testament, it's type and shadow. But now he's revealed. Okay. And ultimately, the Passover, the crucifixion, the works on the cross is the center of our faith. Did y'all hear that? Okay, you need to make sure you got that. Paul said in Corinthians, matter of fact, go there. 1 Corinthians 5, 7, and 8. Jesus. Y'all all right? 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Purge, clean out the old leaven, that you may be fresh, new dough, still uncontaminated, as you are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. All right. Where are you at? Verse 7. Go to 8. Verse 8. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with leaven of vice and malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of purity, nobility, honor, and sincerity, and unadulterated truth. Woo! 
Paul is at Corinthians. Paul is at a Gentile church. And he's telling them to do what? Get rid of the feast. Abolish them. He's saying, I'm admonishing you to do what? Keep it. So when you were saved and you were born again, ultimately, that's your Passover. The deaf angel passed over you. If you say. So I say everything is about Passover. If the deaf angels don't pass over you. Okay. That's when the blood was applied to the lentils of your heart. If you're saved. And that deaf angel passed over you. Most Christians take communion. And that's a form of, as we said, Passover. Right? It's a condensed form. And we are going to do it in its fullest tonight. Amen? Amen. Luke twenty-two nineteen. Don't turn there. And he took the bread and gave thanks. That's your blessing. See, all the feasts are designed after you bring your offering. Guess it. You're going to get blessed. You don't have to have, you know, some false prophet come and prophesy you. It's built in already. If you would just acknowledge and obey. It's already, it's already built in. You're going to have no false prophet come to you. You're going to be blessed today. You mean you're going to bless me more than God has already blessed me? You can't do that. And you can't curse what God has blessed. No, the enemy gets you to curse yourself. Okay. I'm sick. I'm tired of it. Okay. I can't never do. you speaking deaf. All right. Luke twenty-two seventeen, And he took the cup. And we know that cup, that cup is the cup of Redemption. See, I'm going to tell you what it is. See, we got four cups. You're going to do four cups. But that's, that's tradition. The Bible only speaks of one cup. The cup of redemption. But all the other cups flow into the one cup. Hello. So I'm going to help. See, you got to. I'm like, Lord, I, I got you. I got you. I know where you are. Here you go. So make sure y'all doing things right. Can you have understanding of what you're doing? Amen. If not, you can be laid astray. All right. Matthew 26, 30. I'm, I'm, you don't have to go there. We're going to speed up the time. They sang. They sang a hymn when Jesus finished the Seder with them. They sang a hymn. A hymn. And we know those hymns. And we're going to sing those hymns. We're going to have it tonight. Those hymns were uh, Psalms 113 through 118. As he was leaving, these are called the Hallel. Okay? And they're all prophetic. The church don't want to go there. Okay. All right. We can experience what Jesus and his apostles did 2,000 years ago. See, Jewish people have one part, mm-hmm, and they keep the Passover. They keep the Passover, but they don't have the lamb. Oh, there. I'm talking about Orthodox Jews. They do the Passover, but they don't have the lamb. The lamb is missing the centerpiece. 
It's like having the day of atonement without the atonement. They don't have the Holy Spirit. They're missing the centerpiece, the Holy Spirit. We, as the church, we have the centerpiece. And the spirit. But we're missing the meaning of Passover. They have the meaning and understanding of the Hebrew words. But they don't have the spirit. We have the spirit, but we don't have the meaning of the Hebrew words. We need to bring them together. That's why this ministry is called the one new man in Yeshua. Jew and Gentile being revealed. See, the new man has to be revealed. He's hidden, but he has to be revealed. Ooh, okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to say, y'all, y'all getting tired on me? Okay, I love that. I love that. We're in that center right there. Woo, you're in the right place. Wake up, y'all. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. So what's happened is... Um, we don't have our history. You're engrafted into this commonwealth, but we have no understanding of the history of our Jewish roots. And it's important. You're not going to get, you know, you're going to go, you know, to, you know, Nigeria and then you, you, you become a citizen and you still keep your American citizenship. It's not dual citizenship. You can't have dual citizenship. You can be in this world, but not of this world. Okay, you can't have dual citizenship. I'm not a citizen of earth no longer. I'm born of the spirit now. And I told you last week, wherever you're birthed at is your reality. So we're birthed here on the earth. That's our reality. But when you're born again, your reality now is to be heaven. That's your new birthplace. Oh, my God. Here we go. See, we, we've been so confused, so duped. See, and then, and then and I think it's in Isaiah. He's, he's, what he does with our calendars and everything, he said he seeks to change the times. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know what time it is. So you're not there at the rehearsal when the wedding is about to come. So he seeks to change the times on us. All right. Y'all know I'm going to say it. He said, I'm going to give you pastors. Who will feed you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. He didn't say, I'm going to send you because my mama went here. He said, I'm going to give you a pastor. He said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you a pastor after my heart. I'm going to send you right to somebody that's going to help with you, help you what's in your heart. I'm not going to send you somebody that's just going to let you do what you want to do. He said, I'm going to send you. I have a pastor exactly for you. That means you can't pick. You're supposed to be led. Okay. That's what sheep do. They get led. That's what a shepherd does. He leads you. See, my job is to lead you to Shemayim, heaven. You got to have a pastor that understands your wilderness journey. Not one that fits and lets you do what you want to do. Okay. All right. Woo. Mm. I'm trying to tell you, this is the state of Pesach. All right, okay, here we go, here we go. All right, I need us to know something. I need us to know something. Let me see right here. 
The Passover that we're about to partake of is 35 years old. It's the oldest continuous feast in the earth. And the most universal feast. Remember, God himself came up with these feasts. The command that began it all was found in Exodus 12, 1. Go there real quick. No, I'm, I got to cut some time. Just put it up. This is the first command that God gave Israel to continue forever. Remember, you're engrafted in. That's what's wrong. This is why when we see stuff like this, this is why we offended or we, we separate. Because we don't know that we're engrafted in. Okay. I need us to know we're engrafted in. All right. Here we go. The new year on the Hebrew calendar is Nisan. This is right now. Nisan means this, not a car. Nisan means the beginning, and it's the beginning, and it's the spring, not the winter anymore. It's new beginning. All right? Witness, the winter is over. It's the month that God chose to die in and be rose in, in the month of the beginning. He chose it. <laughs> the new beginning, the darkness of winter is over. God is saying, now let things, listen, blossom. Yeah. Just like Aaron's rod that blossomed. Okay. That's the power of Nisan. Everything he does is in the power of the month of Nisan. Mm -hmm. And God said, okay, y'all going to get it. Exodus 12.3. Listen to this. That's the month. That's, that's the power of the month. It's Nisan. What, what's today? It's Nisan. Today, and, and biblically, when Jesus died, there was a full moon. Look on your, go ahead, look on your little phone and see if it's a full moon tonight, the 19th. Not Sunday. No, tonight is a full moon. This is the night. Okay, 14. God keeps his timetable. You don't. All right. All right. Today, full moon. It's the apex. It's the most powerful time of the month that he chose to die on. Y'all ain't ready. Okay, here we go. Got to lay down some foundation. That's what I'm doing right here. He said in Exodus 12, 3, he said, everyone will take a lamb. In the Hebrew word, in the Hebrew, that word take is laka. And it means to lead the lamb. To draw the lamb. Like to draw him with a rope. Like in a ceremony. Bringing the lamb. Like Palm Sunday. Okay. Okay. Palm Sunday is in the Bible. Lent not in there. <sighs> okay. All right. Here we go. Lakash 
listen, laka also means to purchase the lamb. Look, here comes, he comes into Jerusalem. This is what he said. He purchased the lamb. This is what laka means. It means to purchase the lamb. He comes in Jerusalem, right? What happens? The priest purchases him. The priest purchases him. From this command, the priests are buying a lamb. They have never bought a man before. They are in charge of the lambs. Matthew 26, 15, Amplified. And it tells you there that he was paid for, Judas sold him out for what? 30 pieces of silver. I like to amplify and it tells you that it was like $21.60. Damn if I'll tell you that. Laka, Laka also means seize the lamb. He will be seized by the temple guards and the Roman guards. Laka also means the lamb to himself. That each one of us has to take the lamb to ourselves. And it says on the 14th day of the month, mm -hmm, you will kill the lamb in the middle of of the month, I told you. One, of, one way that you can tell the middle of the month is by the full moon. This is how they knew. Okay. I told y'all April 19 is there. This is the night that he was taken. So you got to set the scene right. Watch this. Exodus 12, 3 again. You, he, says, he says, you take the lamb on the 10th day. And on the 14th day, you... Kill the lamb. This is what it says in Exodus 12, 3. You take him on the 10th, you kill him on the 4th. Four days. So we have the Last Supper on Thursday. Then the 14th of Nisan, count back 10 days, that gives you Palm Sunday. See, you, you, we know exactly when. It wasn't December 25th. No sheeps are in the fields then too cold it's too cold see we, we we so americanized when we read the word okay what is palm sunday this is a mystery palm sunday on the 10th day you will bring the lamb into the house so picture this all the people are bringing the lambs to their houses that day mm -mm. y'all like it's like 12 people right okay thousands of people Thousands of people are bringing the lamb to the house of God, to Jerusalem, to the temple, to the house of God. So while he's being brought on Palm Sunday, y'all know, he's getting, they lead him in, right? On the donkey, right? With a rope. I'm trying to tell you, the picture's like right there. We just, oh, this is just, I'm missing it. It's right there. Come on now. Come on, here we go. Anybody got chills? Okay, here we go. They say it's hot. It must be just be me. Okay. Okay, watch this. All the lambs are brought to, listen, he knows while the lambs are being brought, he knows he's going to be sacrificed. Can I give y'all a side note? Y'all know I'm famous and notorious for my side notes. According to Josephus, he's a Jewish historian. At this time, it was said at the Passover that Yeshua, at the time that he was there, 
there were more than 2.7 million people. In attendance. We got like 65 in here. There was 2.7 million people. Imagine how that choir sound when they sang that Hallel. Imagine two million people on one accord singing. Okay, y'all miss it. At the time, listen, at the time of the morning sacrifice, this is what they were doing. Only the master conductor could arrange such a masterpiece. Having King David write the songs that he sung for the Messiah's death about a thousand years prior. In advance, at the very moment, they were binding the lambs to the altar. They were binding Yeshua to the cross. And they were singing Psalms 118. Good God. 27. They were singing that song. Out of 2 million people at Passover, how many lambs were sacrificed? About a quarter of a million. About one lamb for 10 people. What did they do with all that blood? See, Josephus said, and the, and the, underneath the temple, they had these cisterns. And I mean, can you imagine the gushing of the blood from the sacrificing of the lambs? And none of those lambs was sufficient. Good God Almighty. They'd be like, man, I'm ready to go home after this. When Jesus died. It was under the full moon because the middle of the month in the Hebrew is always the full moon. It's the center of the power of that month. So he dies on the cross to bring the full power, see that, of the new beginning. They're going to miss that. Come on, teacher. Exodus 12, 3 says, the lambs will be taken to the house. And they took, everybody had to take their lamb to the house. And the, the lamb, the Exodus said the lambs would be taken to the house. The word for house is bait. In Matthew 23, 29, amplified. Um, I'm not going to do that. I've got time. You can do that. It means Israel was to accept the lamb into their houses. In the Hebrew, the word bait, be, literally means house. Why, is how you spell it, is, is, is why it means power, it, the yud. The hand of God, listen, the power of God coming into the house of God. The T literally means the cross. That means this, Israel will only be complete when the power of God comes, into, comes in the cross, in the house of God. Mm-mm. This is when they're going to say, Baruch haba Hashem Adonai. Blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. See, right now they can't say it. Woo! Exodus 12. Five, amplified. And the lamb shall be without blemish. I'm almost there. In the Hebrew, the word is tamim. That's my grandson's name, tamim. Without blemish also means perfect. For those, listen, for those four days when you brought that lamb into your house, it was being brought to be inspected. It would be 
inspected the fire if it had any imperfections. So when the Lord comes to Jerusalem and he is and he's watched and he's tested, you know, brought before Herod. And he's put on trial by who? The priest. Who actually had to make sure that the lamb has no blemish. And they had no idea what they were doing. They had no idea he was the lamb of God. So when he was taken around to all of them, checking them out. But he said, I find no fault with him. I find no blemish. He's innocent. I've washed my hands. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Woo, my God. Oh, oh, uh, mm, mm, mm. this is Pesach. This is Pesach. Okay, here we go. Here we go. To mean also means, listen, and they were accusing him, but he couldn't find them. Nothing would stick. Nothing would stick. Just like it wouldn't stick on Joseph. Glory to God. Woo, listen to this was a type of Christ. So listen to this. Because he saved his people. Okay. Listen to this. To me also means complete. The complete lamb. The complete lamb who brings fullness, soundness. To me also means consumed. Finish. So when they did the exodus, they had to finish the lamb. They had to consume the whole lamb. And what was left over the next day, they would have to burn it. The Pesach, listen, the Passover, the Pesach, lamb is not complete until it's consumed, as I said, right? Until it's finished. Watch this. This is the English Bible. It says, on that day, all the people of the community of Israel will kill, will kill them in the evening. This is what they do. They will kill the lamb in the evening. Dark. The lambs. In the Hebrew, it says, you shall kill the lamb between the sunsets. Mm-hmm. Who said twilight? Yeah, that's right. Amen. But in the Hebrew, when you try to find that Mesoretic text, the closest, you know, translation, it's like Jesus. His name is, they won't say in Jesus. His name is Yeshua. That's Hebrew. They won't, but it's a great translation. Demons will tremble on that too. Okay? They use that. They know. Just say it. It's who, who, I know Paul and Jesus, but who are you? That's where I would be concerned But Listen to this. In the Hebrew, it says that he would kill between the sunset. What's that? They believe that, they believe that um, between three o'clock, that's the evening sacrifice, right? And now the sun is going down and it's getting dark. It's between the evenings. So three o'clock is actually when Messiah is going to be killed. Let's take a look at a little deeper. Can we go just a little deeper on that one? Right. In the death of Messiah, there are two sunsets. In the death of Messiah, there's two sunsets. One is the death of Messiah. And the death of the old life and the old self. That's the other one. The way we come to, listen to this, the way, T, the way we come into death is by his death. Right. 
and the two deaths come together. They ain't get it. I can't move. I got to move around. Passover is the first command that was given to Israel to keep forever. And they have never really fully kept it because they don't have the lamb. Not if you're Messianic, you have the lamb. But he said, all Israel, all Israel. The day that they keep it, everything's going to change. Because that's going to be the time of the Gentiles will be up. Because right now we're in the time of the Gentiles. Right now they're blinded. The command is this. To receive the lamb. That's the command. To receive the lamb. You shall accept the lamb. Israel will be redeemed the day they keep the first commandment that was given to them. Not the ten commandments. First commandment is that you keep our feast. Amen? Amen. Woo! All right. Uh.